Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast, the publishers on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Thank you for subscribing and listening and rating the show and on all the things and telling your mom and telling your friend for telling your dad, for telling your dog, for telling the dog that, that, that visits the other dog across the street and they, that you don't know if they're friends, but they get along well enough. It's all good. Thank you guys so much for being here, listening to the We The Gamer Cast. It's a show. Here's... Here's the thing, um, I thought I would give you guys a real good scream, because last week I did a thing, I thought about something, or I'm like, maybe this scream is going to go away. Maybe it was a, maybe it was created in an era where uh, I was slightly less mature. I'm not, but like, am I, you know, am I more mature at, at all? Have I even matured even just a little bit since ever, <laughs> let alone 2016, when we started this whole shindig, wait, 2015, the first episode was with Seamus Mullins, December 2015, everybody knows this, um, we're coming up on that anniversary very, very soon, but if you're new, if you weren't there in 2015, here's the deal, every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or friend from the internet, and we talk about life and video games, and if you want to be on the show, or if you just want to tweet at me, you can do it at Sean Capri, Sean Lake Connery, Capri like the pants. I am. I'm working through some stuff, you guys. I'm. My body is sore. I'm. I'm anxious. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of things going on. I'm not gonna lie, but we have a great conversation coming at you very soon that I recorded last night as I'm as I'm talking right now. Talk to Dano, my good friend Dano, um, and he takes this thing in kind of like a different way, and I love it, man. We, we, we turn this show upside down, and I'm here for it. And so you guys will know what that means in, in just a minute. And um, for the most part, I wanted to talk to you about Extra Life. But before I do that, I want to give a quick thank you to everybody who supports us at Patreon at patreon.com slash Capri. Damn near 70 patrons over there with a special thank you to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. That's the team that I'm on. That's the team that you should be on. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You should support Jonathan Brown at youtube.com slash PMENT. Wait, P-M-E-N-T. That's that, I, Why am I trying to make that a word? Platinum producers Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth, you guys are amazing. And all of our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano. He's here today. Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. I can't believe you guys are all still with us. So thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much, everybody who supports at any level. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, my back is hurting. My head is hurting. I've had a headache for way too long. I got to do my stretches, man. I got to do like, I got like these neck stretches this guy gave me. <laughs> this guy, like a random person, a chiropractor who I haven't seen since I've uh, I've started working back at home again. I'm not, not at the hospital. I'm not out and about. I'm not moving. I'm being stupid about it. I got to get myself moving again. But uh, I'm excited because <laughs> speaking of moving, I'm not going to be moving at all because I'm going to be sitting on an airplane on Wednesday morning. We got a red eye trip out to New York. New York City, I'm going to have a, a work meeting, and then on Friday afternoon, I'm going to take my train out to Rome, New York for Extra Life. It's here. As I record this, it's seven days from now. Monday, it'll be, what, six days, eight, seven, four days? I don't know. It's coming up. Extra-life.org slash participant slash Sean Capri. All the things are in the in the show notes. I want you guys to please, please, please click the link, donate what you can, share the link. If you can't donate, share it, support it. We're going to be live at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, November 6th. I'm going to be live from uh, from Rome, New York, as I said, with dozens of other people all around us. It is I'm so, so looking forward to it. And I guess like some of the anxiety I might be feeling is uh, just trying to live up to 
what what Lee is building up for this. Like what he has created is so awesome. It's so momentous. It's 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 these things that kind of like build up in your mind. And I just want to do good. <laughs> I just want it to be great. I want us to have a good time together. I want us to play video games together. I want us to raise a boatload of cash. I want to be able to stay up the whole 24 hours last time I did it. And of course, I'm thinking about the last time I was there, um, I was there with Bobby and that's not going to happen this year. And that that makes me sad, but um, he would want us to do a very good job. I'm also I'm also a little sad that like we we're still in this mess. We're still in this pandemic. And that makes it really difficult for to really confirm people coming on in. I, w- I would love for uh, for this year to be a gathering and it's just unfortunately it's just not possible there's too much unknown there's too is it's um pretty tricky to cross the border right now i'm not gonna lie i i am scheduled for a couple of uncomfortable tests over the next i think maybe 10 days or so with covid and everything but that's okay it's all gonna be fine um but i'm very very excited for extra life i hope you guys are too donate what you can share it Come join out. Come join us. Hang out. Twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Uh, we'll be in the Discord chat the entire time, basically. So if you want to jump in, if you just want to listen, if you want to chat with us, if you want to hang out, if you want to play games, please let me know. I'm in this. Um, I'm in the gray zone right now, and I don't know if there's a better way to do it after so many times of doing Extra Life. Uh, I don't actually. I still don't really know. Uh, I, I've I've done Extra Life where I come to the table with like a black and white, like a very clear schedule. 10 a.m. to to 12 p.m. We're going to play this game and blah, 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 blah. And then that kind of goes out the window. But also I know that people are kind of wondering, like, when should I come visit the stream? Like, what are you going to be playing when? So I'm in this sort of like chicken and egg situation. So you guys, if you're listening to this, I can't believe my phone just went off. What? I, I just got an extra donation. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, it- <laughs> It says you've crossed the one thousand uh, dollar milestone. I thought it said you received a one thousand dollar donation. Oh my gosh! What what donation just came in with that? Tony Baker just donated uh, an incredibly generous donation. So thank you so much to Tony Baker for that. RJ Kern pushes me over a thousand dollars. RJ Kern, thank you so much. And Court Lalonde donated earlier today. Josh Borboni also donated. Ains Bowden donated as well. You guys, we're going to do it. My goal is $2,500. We just passed $1,000. We literally just, we just crossed over that marker. What amazing, it's happening. It's happening. I feel so much better about Extra Life already. Like I said, I don't want to let Lee down. I don't want to let the kids down. I feel like I hold myself to a very high standard. I do this for a living. I fundraise for a living. Like I probably should be pretty decent at this. Um, prizes are coming. That's the other thing I wanted to say. I One thing that I will be giving away... Um, well, actually, I've got two things that I can tell you that I actually haven't even updated my my website on. Um, the first thing, I will be buying this. This is out of my own pocket. Um, we will give away a uh, Xbox Series controller, the Design Labs. It's the Xbox Drive design. We call it rubber. It's green and black. It looks really, really nice. It'll have the inscription, the Xbox Drive. We're going to give one of those away. And the way that you can win is donate to my page. Every $10 gets you an entry into it. So RJ Curran, congratulations. You just got 10 entries into it. Tony Baker, you just got 10 entries into it. Court Lalonde, you just got five entries into it. Goodness gracious. So there you go. Prizes are coming. We'll have games to give away. We'll also give away bundles of um, Xbox codes. Uh, we got tons. We, <laughs> we have so many games. So what I think we're going to do with the Xbox codes is um, have like mystery packs. So we'll do uh, we'll probably have bundles of 25 games. We have so many games, you guys. So some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be who knows. You might not even have heard of some of these games, but we're going to give away a whole bunch of stuff. So, man, 
We are turning it on. I'm sorry this is a bit of a longer intro before we get into my chat with Dano, which I promise you it is worth it. But Extra Life, I take this so seriously, and it's about the kids. It's not about really anything else. I'm actually not even going to tell you to go to Patreon today. Like, go to Extra Life. And really, for the rest of the week, that's what we're doing. We're we're focusing on that. Uh, the Xbox Drive, if you guys listen to that, we're going to have a guest host over there because I'm going to be flying when when we normally would do this so there's actually not <laughs> there's there is so little time <laughs> between now and when i fly out it is ridiculous i'm going to do this i'm going to post it to the internet then i'm going to record sweet hangs which is an exclusive podcast if you support patreon but i'm not going to talk about that I'm talking about extra life in any case you can tell my brain is kind of all over the place i appreciated dano so much um we also we also were supposed to record this earlier in the week and we moved it to friday and i appreciate you for that dano and he kind of came to the table with notes, <laughs> which I really appreciate. He, he hits me up on on, um, on Discord. He's like, I'm going to pull a Donnie and uh, I have some notes. I have some things we're going to talk about. So I'm like, that that's great. If people want to do that, by the way, if, that, if that's like the, the future of We The Gamer Cast, then let's do it, man. You guys come up with the topics and I'll just be here and, and go along for the ride. That could be I could be open for that. That sounds that sounds super fun for me. OK, I think that's probably all I've got to say to you guys right now. Extra dash life dot org slash participant slash Sean Capri. Let's bury everybody who tries to beat me at fundraising we're gonna bury them alive those sons of guns um yeah reach out to me you guys and let me know what you want to play we're playing games together for the most part unless there's like you know in the midnight hours maybe i'll switch over to, to single player stuff but for the most part i think we're doing multiplayer stuff might even have a game that isn't out yet that i might be able to show you guys might 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 have something a little bit there so there you go uh here we go why don't we why don't we just jump right into it my good friend dano coming back i think we're going to do more of this for the rest of the year where we have people who have been on this year or in the past we're coming back um i have my next guest booked who is a somewhat of a stranger somewhat of a new person and i think that might be it and then we'll, we'll probably be having people returning so let's just jump right into it my good friend dano <laughs> How do I sound now, Sean? Do I oh, sound beautiful? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was going for. I wanted that reaction right there. Yeah. Not, 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 what are you using? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, again, I apologize for not having a camera. I don't, I don't have webcams. Like, my, I should not allow to have a webcam. So yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, um, print out a picture of your, like your, your profile picture and i'll just kind of flap it in front of my face i was gonna say let me talk. just share my 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 xbox screen <laughs> i'll share that you know play some games honestly i probably should do that for like for the youtube channel like we just kind of throw up a thumbnail but i should just grab some like gameplay of something and just kind of have that at least it's something you know yeah dude, like the old school ways people would always just put a gameplay and have i mean they still do nowadays some right some guys do that Probably should yeah. just like, I need to do more gameplay capture. I was playing Far Cry 6 and I'm still not done it yet. And it like occurred to me that I'm like, at a certain point, I was dead set on on recording like the first hour of every new game that I played just so that I could have like the first, this is the first half an hour of, or with the first hour of, I don't know, like Far Cry 6 or whatever it was. And I got through a game. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that I'm playing it. Um, there's another game that's coming Grumpunk's out. French. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say. <laughs> this, nah, I don't know if this is going to be on the show or not, but there's a game that's but coming out that I'm like, ah, I missed the Mario first Sports, hour. So. It's it's yeah. probably Mario Party Superstar. I'm just kidding. I can I just bought that one. I just bought I, it from I the store because I'm an idiot. 
I just saw that you posted that. I was gonna actually talk about that too, because like, well, one of the main things I actually wanted to talk to you about, you like, have notes? back when I first pitched it, I did have some notes. <laughs> I did. I wrote them in my note, my little notes app on my phone, and I had them ready for Monday. And when you back that, I'm like, I'm gonna add some more notes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Matt Monday, Sean Monday was such a such a roller coaster for me. Well, we had Halo on Monday morning. No, it was, it was this was not even game related. <laughs> How are you doing that? You're like sharing your screen, your Xbox screen with me right now on Skype. That's OBS. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. Oh, this is fun. Like what is it? Where is my remote? Dude, I didn't realize I was catching up to you on on GamerScore. Like I could actually make I a note for this. Yeah, uh, don't don't uh don't think I haven't noticed. Okay, I see what's happening. You know, I know I know you noticed that I was taking making a charge, but I didn't realize it was in relation to to yours. We're just a little north of 100,000 there. Yeah. I'm going to have to I, check I, out um, these uh ID at Xbox I'm games slacking. I just got. I am severely slacking. Mm. Which was one of the the topics in the little notes thing I wanted to talk about. This but is no, this but... is you know what? I think you're going to set a new a new standard for We the Gamer Cast, okay? It's kind We're of changing so, topics. No, like it's up to yeah, it's up to the guests. Okay, You're like I'm. <laughs> this is this is the show usually where I do the heavy lifting. You know, I try to you know get people to you know come on the show. I invite them on. I I research them. I ask them questions and all these things. And I'm like, actually, you come with the topics. <laughs> and I'm like, down I for brought that, my man. own. <laughs> this is the best. I'm down for this, man. Okay, like, well, take it away, man. What? What are we doing? Okay. Well, well, first of all, it's to start off on Monday. I don't know if you saw, Sean. Oh, yes. You saw Tesla stock skyrocketed. Oh, did it really? I did it not did. see that. What the heck happened? So it was just earnings and money and stuff. Like it was, it was coming out really, really good. Uh, that and probably spite. I don't know. Like, you know, that guy from the movie, The Big Short. Yep. I don't know if you know. Yep. So the guy who called it, like he was uh, he was trying to short tesla like he he's been going yes out, like, i saw that so there's a couple people who tried to do that actually there's a couple people who tried to short tesla oh yeah so uh the price has been going bill up like, like eight, i don't know about bill but i know the price rose from like 800 to like 900 pretty quick wow and when it was around that price i'm like you know what it's kind of steady right now mm-hmm. all these rumors it's gonna hit a thousand dollars and like with the earnings and even some other companies, like, hey, we're, gonna put the, we're putting the price at $1,000. That's what we're valuing this company. I'm like, all right. So I bought a call option. And I think I've already told you what a call option is. Basically, like you're placing a bet that the price will go up. Yeah. And you can choose which price it is. So I chose $1,000. So about almost $200 just to place the bet. Right? Wow. And I placed it Friday morning right when it opened. It was around 890. It was around like 898. So... It rose to like 906 for like a couple of hours. Uh-huh. The thing is, it devalues really quick. Uh-huh. So unless it, unless it skyrocketed, you know, like, ah, whatever. So I think about after two hours, it like kind of hovering around like 904, 905. I'm like, ah, fucking screw it. I'll just sell it for like 50 bucks. Like, all right, you know, it was around $200. I made like 25%, 30% profit or whatever, whatever. So I sold it, Sean. Yeah. Oh, no. Monday. I'm looking at it now, man. <laughs> Monday, the news breaks. Like, oh, Hertz, you know, the company that does all like the you can rent a car type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it said 100,000 shares of Tesla or 100,000 Teslas. Either way, it was really big news on oh, top of like God. just really great news. And when I woke up, I was like, 
God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I saw and I saw what it was. I mm-hmm. saw what the like, so, so just just so you know, when it opened, it was like around like a thousand, no, around like nine hundred and fifty-six dollars or whatever. Yeah. Everybody who I knew was like, I sold, I sold, I sold. So like, they got like nine hundred dollars. And I'm like, nine hundred dollars? Like, damn it. <laughs> like, like that totally beats my fifty. An hour later, it's already at thousand, like twenty-four dollars. And I see what the price would have been. Would have been like around maybe eight, nine grand. Like, oh, again, so if anybody if anybody God. had held an hour later after it opened, because everybody was like, you know, screw everyone was scared. Why are we and they just so an fast? Extra hour later. Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Oh god, like eight thousand dollars!" Like, oh, oh god, that's a lot of money, man. Like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's. I think it's like I'm. I'm looking at it right now, and I don't know if this is Canadian prices. It's like eleven hundred dollars a share, man. That is U.S. prices. Oh my god! So oh. I could have held out the rest of the week, and I and I told myself on Friday, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to this. No, nah, I didn't. Especially I didn't for like such a small bet, you know, for just a small bet, and I could have won huge. Sean, if I had won that, Sean, oh. I'm like, Sean, get a upgrade your ticket to first class. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going straight to Rome, not even to New York. Where you have to go to the work. Like, we're not taking the train. <laughs> oh my god, I actually can't wait we're, for the trade. But you're right. Like, oh, you can't. You can't uh, just like give away money. You can't give away weddings like that. You got to treat yourself. No, that like yeah, that would have been like. This is my victory thing, but oh no, I mean, I'm just fantasizing about that. I mean, again, so that was my morning, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I don't even, I wouldn't even know where to start with any of that stuff. Like, that's why it's you know, this whole like Dogecoin and everything. Like, I don't even know where to buy it, like, I don't even know where or how to participate in any of this stuff. And it sounds like for the most part, people have experiences like you, <laughs> like, like you just mm-hmm. described. It's like, coulda, woulda, shoulda, just missed out on eight grand or just lost a thousand dollars or something like that. It's like, I don't know, man. Oh man. I and after the fact, like it's so obvious. It's like, it's yeah. such a hindsight is 2020 situation, right? Where it's like, how could I have made that decision when this is what happened? And it seemed clear that that's what was going to happen. Although that can never be the well, case. Well, and the thing was, I was going to buy two bets. Uh, I, did not, I did not have enough buying power at the, at the moment. So I'm like, ah, unless I had sold some stuff, which was going to pay off eventually, which it did. Yeah. But not to that, not to that extent. Holy but even, crap. Not, even then, Sean. So I don't know if you heard, like, I don't know what we're talking about stocks on a video game thing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, whatever, uh, man. We're taking this show so, in a totally different place. So, so Donald J. Trump. Oh, that yeah. Bastard. That guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So like you know how he's gonna want to open like some their own social media platform thing or whatever, right? I I didn't hear anything other than he wants to do his own platform. That's all yeah, I heard. Because 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 freedom he's getting and canceled and everything. Because yeah, he's off Twitter. <laughs> I think he's still trying to sue Twitter just for that. Yeah, but, good uh, luck. no. Okay, so um, oh man, dude, the market was crazy because anything tied to Trump or any in any association supporting Trump, they were just skyrocketing prices. What? But his own. Yeah, his own his own company though, like it opened up on Monday, and I think it's called like DWAT, Digital World or something. I don't know. And I'm like moral code. I'm like I'm not gonna I'm gonna buy any of this, but maybe I will. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw so I started going down, and I'm like in my flashbacks, I'm like this guy had casinos, he had airlines, he had steakhouses, he, like the, they all crumbled, they all sucked. <laughs> I'm like I'm not gonna touch this. So they were around like ten dollars. I saw it go up to seventeen dollars, mm-hmm. and again like. I I just missed out on Tesla. Talk about like two hundred some dollars. I'm like, ah, I could buy like twenty shares if I wanted to. I'm like, nah, screw it. And then like some of my buddies oh, are like, Dwak, no. Dwak, Dwak. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I turn around like forty bucks now. I'm like, ah, well, 
for sure it's going to go down. Now, now it's down. Like, yeah, it can't go any higher than yeah, that. Like, <laughs> like, I can't go any higher than that. Like it's going to. You already Googled it. it. <laughs> It's, it's got it's got to consolidate, you know. It's got to consolidate. You yeah. know, you can jump in, but you know, you got to consolidate. You got to wait for it to kind of whatever. I completely forgot about culture, like that. And I mean by culture, I mean like cult, like cult memes. I forgot like the cult like followings of, that this man has. Oh, I see what so, you're like, saying. So like two hours later, I'm like, this is like a hundred dollars. I'm like, God. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like had I just Look those two hundred bucks could have been like two grand, Sean. Oh my god. Oh, again, gosh. like it, it, again, like the next day I started going down. But even then, even if I got in at forty bucks, you know, if I bought like two shares of that, like, you know, come in like, with another fifty bucks, hundred bucks, either way. Have you ever like There's actually no... had a win out of this? Like, have we? I don't know if that's something you want to share. Like, have you ever had like a oh, yeah. one of these things kind of work out in your like in a big in a big way? Well, Microsoft right now. Oh, dude, but ah. How <laughs> much is Microsoft I, 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 right now? Like, like three thirty six, I think, at the moment. Man, it doesn't. Even, and, I guess and, it makes sense. Like, it it depends on just how many shares are available, right? Because that sounds yeah. like that's not as good for Microsoft, but they probably have like a like few trillion well, shares out there. Well, back in April, they're at 230. So they've gone up $100 in just wow. like six months. Oh my gosh. So, and like, yeah, you got to got all that CEO over here. Holy crap. So, what a world. Microsoft is doing good for me right now, but that's yep. like a long term investment. I'm not like, I'm not trading that. But there was one time when they're getting really close to uh, capping 300. Who is that? Microsoft? Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 not, it's not the first time it's passed it. It's been yeah. like maybe two times now in the past like three months or so yeah but when the first time it happened i think it was around like 290 and like hang on get to get, get to 300 at least 90 times soon mm-hmm. there's gonna be resistance there has to be this, this is a blue chip stock like this, yeah it's gotta, something's gotta happen so i bought like two uh two share uh, two call options mm-hmm. and then um i had them for a couple of days and like you know it went up in price but then it started going down in price too so i'm like yeah i'm just gonna you know, because most of these times, you know, again, you don't want to stay in that long, and you do also want to have some uh, wiggle room. So it's best to buy them like a, a couple of weeks uh, later on, just in case you do want to stick around. But um, yeah, had I stuck around, <laughs> I like. I don't think I really understand the part where, like, where does like. So when you buy stocks, you're basically buying them off of somebody who, at that very moment, is willing to sell them. Like, you're not actually giving cash to microsoft or tesla in this case oh so you're asking like how does how does a company actually make money yeah like how are they benefiting like it's just like they they have an ip that that or or whatever and everybody just gambles on it like how how does that work and how does that benefit them i could imagine if like like at least the initial offering it would help because like the like they are the seller so they're selling shares Mm -hmm. at that price and so that's good but at what point do they like they they and they need the capital. They need the cash. They need the cash flow. Mm. But stock sh- sell like trading stocks on the market doesn't put cash flow into the business. At least from what I can understand of it. Well, a lot of the higher ups they have like hundreds of thousands, millions of shares and stuff. So that's then like that's their payment type of thing. Because again, you know, when, when yeah, you that like makes leave sense. Mm-hmm. Job, you get like a severance package. Like just today, one of the ladies left GameStop after only being there since January. And she got in before the huge spike up in like GameStop monies, and she's still getting a severance package for only being there for like eight months. Oh wow! Yes, I'm I'm curious on how that going. But the way she left, it reads like, hey, we had a difference in visions type. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's one of those like, yeah, because I remember she kept on promising we're gonna make the whole new digital world change thing, 
I'm like, all right, how? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at GameStop right now. I walk into the store. I don't see any differences. I, I see know. a bunch of toys and stuff. Might as well be a hot topic, but for video games. It's funny that you said that you kind of tie these two things together that like the, the gambling sort of aspect of stocks and then GameStop. Cause I got a message from our, from my new friend, Court Lalonde. And um, he goes, Hey, um, EB Games or GameStop is, has a, has a, I think $30 trade in value for Cyberpunk. And you can go buy it brand new from a place called The Source at $10. I'm like, I am there for that. Let's do it. <laughs> buy it for 10 bucks. I'll get $20 towards my Mario Party. And like I was too late, man. I I bought it the next day, and I went in, and and yeah, the the trading value is down to eight dollars. You know, so mm. it's like I can't even, I can't even get a twenty dollar win in my favor, let alone, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on the stock market. I can't even win this stupid trade-in scheme with GameStop. You know, well, I I get screwed way more than I get my wins, Sean. So. Well, it's funny, too, because yeah, I, I, I Chelsea went to get it. My wife went to go pick it up. Like She loves these kind of schemes just as much as I do. And she's like, well, all they have is for PlayStation. And I'm like, I mean, whatever. It doesn't really matter. We're, we're, we're planning on trading this thing in anyways. And now that I'm mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm stuck with it. I, I haven't opened it. I'm going to hope like do I, <laughs> do I don't a re- giveaway. That's true. Good point. Good point. comes in. That's true. That has yeah. a sticker right on it saying the PS5 update is 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 free whenever the hell that happens. That could be a mm-hmm. good prize. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, hmm. Because it's like, like at, for ten bucks, and I don't want to sound like I just like throw money away because I definitely don't. But I mean, I'm at home now, man. I don't go anywhere. I don't want to. I don't want to go back to the source to return it for ten bucks. You know, you're preaching, Sean. You're preaching. It's too much. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what is our? Do you ever think about that? Like, what your time is worth? Like, and it's all, all it the sounds time. kind of pretentious, but like, really, you're like everybody's time is worth something. You ever think about like, what are you doing <laughs> to, to, to get like 10 bucks? It's sort of like a, they, they talk about this with like billionaires and like how much money would have to be sitting on the ground for them to like take a moment to just pick it up. Sort of like, for example, for you and I, like just regular everyday people, if we're walking around and you see like a penny, probably you'll you, you won't pick it up and you see a nickel, probably mm. not. And at a certain point, like you reach a coin or a dollar amount where you go like, oh, yeah, like score. Right. And then this, yeah. this, so it scales for like billionaires and like the dollar amount, like the equivalent is like, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars or something like that. Like where they'll just like walk by $10,000 and just like, do you know what I mean? Like if that comparison makes any sense. Oh yeah. My immediate thought comes to uh what's his name? Bobby Kodak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He got a $150 million bonus and they always like get just fire all their employees every year. And now he's like, hey, to show good faith, I'm going to take the minimum that I'm allowed to take in the state no, no. of California. Uh, no bonuses, no nothing. And I'm wondering what his I don't know what his salary was before, but it would have been like probably a couple hundreds of like hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe a million dollars a year. I'm not at, I'm not sure. At least I'm going to say at least like just over salary thousand right over a hundred thousand. Yeah, has, yeah. Has to be at least over a hundred thousand. I mean, there's I'm no always... way. There's no way. If you had, if you had the power, you would too, Sean, you know that. Oh, definitely. If, if, this yeah. is the thing. And I, I, the one thing that, that there's a huge sort of narrative against like the billionaires and the, the millionaires of the world and all this kind of stuff. And like, the one thing that I will say is that nobody can imagine what it would be like and how hard it would be and how challenging and what you have to do to be a CEO of a company like that. Like, are you kidding me, dude? Like yeah. most of us struggle with like our regular middle, like just everyday jobs, let alone like running the show. Like it is, it is so complex up there. I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the job first of all. So if that mm-hmm. means that they get to make a lot of money, like 
<clears throat> have at it because I I wouldn't want it. I couldn't do it. And I don't think most people could do it, to be honest with you. It's probably yeah, the dream is the dream is always to have like reoccurring money always coming in. Yeah. And while doing very little, you know, or it's, like oh or not gosh. doing as much. Yeah. Like you're kind of like you're kind of unloading yourself, but mm-hmm. the machine's still going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously set, you know, it's it's it's, the, oh, yeah. it's sort of a thing that I don't I guess I don't really understand. And maybe it's I'm just wired differently than the people who are up in that level where it's like if I had one year making one hundred fifty million dollars, I wouldn't work another day in my life. There's not a chance, dude. It's like I won't make one hundred fifty million dollars in my entire lifetime, you know. So if I had one year, like why keep working? If you just keep making that much money, like why keep working? You know, it reminds me of uh, Ninja, uh, the, the streamer gamer, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. right? Not the Ninja. What? Not not the Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I remember when when Microsoft uh, shelled out one hundred million dollars yeah. for him to stream on Mixer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude's got it made. Yeah, just quit. Like, this, this this is the guy. Some of my buddies used to talk so much smack to back in Halo. Yeah. <laughs> just during screams and stuff and then like uh you know i would see him streaming here and there I, there's a guy i saw win one of the little tournaments at twitchcon the very first year oh really and i kind of yeah i kind of knew who was going to win but like i mean you, you never always want to believe it mm-hmm. but like, but just knowing how much time he put into the game like oh he probably knows some stuff and then my buddy's friend also won the first uh tournament because there was a like, two of them for mm-hmm. h1c when i think so it was yeah that was one of the first battle royales Besides like Daisy, but that was a mod, so it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that was just before was H one Z one like just before PUBG. PUBG, PUBG, yeah, it was yeah. right before. Yeah. Oh man, dude, H one Z one had a really great battle royale where like it was you and three other friends driving mm-hmm. in cars, mm-hmm. and like you would like pick up power ups and you shoot other cars in this one gigantic map, and it was so amazing. Uh, I don't know if it's still around, but I think I played like, one of the first nights it came out. Man, but uh, aside from all that. <laughs> we're talking about the you got CEO notes you got the notes ninja. man <laughs> oh, oh no but yeah but, but back to ninja he made a hundred oh, million dollars yeah. on just that one deal yeah dude and that, that guy's still like he, he was still like okay i gotta make more i gotta do this i gotta do this and that now again it didn't really pan out for him like because mm-hmm. even his views were still going down in mixer yeah it's a mixer. and then he, and then he got paid full yeah he got paid full just last year yep and i wouldn't blame him for taking like a week off or two or ever like, like we're tired dude like why even yeah. i just don't understand it i mean no he's gotta have ninja underwear at walmart yeah <laughs> he's gotta he's gotta have that that must gotta, be intoxicating though that must be that must be sort of addictive in a way like how much more can i go and just ride it out until maybe the wave kind of falls i guess maybe that's the idea because especially in any sports or esports or whatever like you know that there's a finite time like at a certain point either you're you might just be too old for people to care about you or for you to actually even be able to perform or all those things kind of like come in. But when you're, when you rely on fame and fortune to pay the bills, like you just know that there's an end date. There's just so, first of all, it's so rare to even get to that stage. And it's even more rare to ride that out for a lifetime. You know, like how many rolling stones are there or how many U2s or whatever, like fewer and farther between like these, these stars who just, keep going into their old age until they're dead. Like it almost doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. That's why I, when I think, I think one of my buddies, he was like, he's trying to get to like early retirement as soon as possible. He's like, Oh, damn, my, my hopes and dreams are like, by the time I'm like 40, 40 something, like I want to retire. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, why would you want to do that? 
Let go and just kind of want to retire. I don't, I don't, he's, well, his definition is like he doesn't want to work for anybody, mm-hmm. which I can respect that. But even then, I'm like, dude, you'd be so bored, especially when you're that young. That's why so many of these celebrities who are like football players or basketball players, yeah, they do go broke very quickly after retiring from the sport because they can't play anymore in yeah. the sport. They're they just can't compete at a level anymore. But now they have all this cash, and Would they you be either probably don't have the right people. Would you oh, be I'm, bored? I'm bored now. I'm bored now. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> that was one of my notes. Yeah. Like, I was You're bored? bored. I've been all year. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Well, I don't know about bored, but b- bummed, Sean. I'm oh, kind of man. Bummed. I'm kind of like, I don't know what it is. It's something about just the way it's been this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what bothers me the most is being on social media. Yeah. And seeing all these people talk about either being on one side. Or mm-hmm. being excited, yeah. Or not being excited, yeah. And it's and it's gone to me, yeah. Because you you played the Halo beta, mm-hmm. the big team battle version. Yeah, I, I only liked played it. one match. I only played one match the entire two weeks. Oh, criminal! I don't know what it was. Like I'm like, oh, I you didn't like it? it? In, no, no. I played it in January and okay. in July, and I loved it. Okay. It was just like I'm like I don't want to, I don't want to touch. I want to. I'll, I'll wait for December. Right. I, I don't know what it, it was. Mm-hmm. I was. I was like at that stage. I'm like I don't want to play this. Like I already played it and it is fun. You don't want to get your fill so that when it comes out, like you're you're already through with it. Like you don't want that situation. Well, there's also a couple of other things. I guess it's like things like either going on in my life or mm. uh, all this other stuff. But like even. Like again, like everyone, everyone's expecting these huge games coming out for like Xbox and Game Pass and PlayStation and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Now, obviously, everyone loved Returnal, mm-hmm. but if you really think about it, besides with the huge hardcore fans who may or may not have even played Returnal, yeah, they don't really talk about it. And then they mention everyone once in a while when they're like, "Oh, what was it? What game came out this year?" Like, "Oh yeah, well, Returnal." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot Returnal came out." Yeah. And the other Ratchet and Clank, they're like, oh, yeah, that, that was in June. That was only like four months ago. I know. Like, wow. How, how did I forget that that came out this mm-hmm. year? And then you got games like The Ascent. Yep. Which looked really good, but I couldn't get past the first level because I was behind a locked door. And no matter oh. how many times I installed it, I'm like, how do I get through this door? Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I'm not playing it. Oh, <laughs> so that's the worst, man. Yeah. So there was that. And then 12 Minutes, a game that a lot of yeah. people who I follow was talking so much high praise about. It. Like, oh, is it this and all that? No one thought, oh, it's a point and click game. <laughs> yeah. But and, and I wasn't bothered by that at all. I actually really enjoyed it. I played it for like five hours and stuff. I got all the endings. Like, I got all the achievements. I was super happy about that. I think I only like watched one playthrough on how to get like one ending or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was happy about that. But I mean, I, I had no problem with it. But then I was bothered by everybody saying, do not play this game because of the content that's in the game. And uh, have you played it or if you know, man, I, I and it's one that I was really looking forward to. I got to play a very, very early build even before they had the voice cast uh, announced. We got to play mm-hmm. it at Eddie and I've been excited about it ever since then. And what I don't know, I feel like this summer, like kind of to your point, like there were a lot of games and I. Can't tell you any of them off the top of my head, man. I don't know if it was. Yeah, I think maybe Psychonauts might have come around that were time. Super excited, yeah, the, yeah. And it's it's not even it's not even then. It's still to this day right now with a bunch of games that are still coming out. Like everyone's yeah. excited about Forza, and like mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy for it. But I mean, I'm not a huge Forza guy. I I like driving around. But you're not gonna see me do fifty freaking races. Oh. I, I can't. Oh yeah. I mean, I would, I would for the for the gaming, just for like the little mini mini games. I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. But if it tells me, oh, you must do like, you must get this much. Uh, what was that thing in Frozen Horizon Four to get like influence and stuff? 
Yeah. Like just to get, mm. he must get this much influence to even get into here to do that. I'm like, oh man, like I may or may not do this just to have fun with other friends. Well, uh, we can maybe jump in but, together. I think that's, that could be fun. What, when does it actually come like, out? Like yeah. November 9th, I think is like the release. The, the date. 9th. Yeah. yeah. So literally in 10 days or 11 days. Mm, I mean, Game Pass, like you, you can try it out at the very least. And that's another thing. As much as I love Game Pass, here's the thing, Sean. I bought like maybe five games in the past year. Yeah. And I know you, ha- I know, I know you've bought around the same or more, but strictly Nintendo. <laughs> it's all in, dude. It's Game Pass is the best thing that ever happened in Nintendo. It is hilarious how much money I have spent on Nintendo this year. Like, and it, I don't think that there's any way that I would do, I don't think that I would be so lopsided ever. Cause I'm just, I'm set. My Game Pass subscription is like there until. I think it's like May 2024. Like, I am good, man. I'm good for literal years. Um, just when, you know, the games are actually going to start coming out. You know, when uh, yeah. when Skyrim comes out in, in March 2024. I think mine's until January 23. Yeah. I could have added more, but it I changes got so things. lucky. Yeah, I, I got so lucky because I think I bought one year. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, I think I bought the one year. Yeah, but I had five months of Game Pass PC because I bought some oh, PC yeah. cards, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Hey, if you re- if you put on a renew, we'll give you an extra month." Yeah. I'm like, "All right, you know." So now it's already like six. That's already eighteen months or whatever. Yeah, and then I went a three month code by watching a video, and I was one of the very first people to watch that video. And thanks to that guy, I found out if you press comma and period on the keyboard, and when you pause it, it goes frame by frame. So when the code popped up, I paused it, pressed like. Oh like wow! Three times in the code of like they're like three months of Game Pass. I'm like amazing, like twenty, like twenty three months now or whatever of Game Pass, off of literally just spending fifteen bucks to renew for Game Pass mm-hmm. and the, the forty five bucks that I got from the code for the one year. I'm like sixty bucks for like a year and a half. That's yeah, that's good enough for me. You know what game came in? Well, maybe it's not gone completely, but I missed it anyways. At least the first weekend is Back for Blood, man. I don't know if we. Um... Maybe for extra life, we should jump in and play some Back for Blood together. I feel like you and I would enjoy that. I I enjoyed it. I, I played it with a few friends the other day. Yeah, um, I think when when they first came out, and it was pretty fun. It's also pretty. It's kind of more difficult than Left for Dead for sure. Oh uh, really? I, yeah. Fun. I feel like people don't remember that Left for Dead was actually pretty challenging. Like I remember it it being been, hard. Yeah. yeah, I remember it actually being pretty tough. Like because I think what as time has gone on people think of left for dead as like oh i was just like running around with like four of my buddies or whatever and it's like no you're probably you're probably pretty coordinated about it like we always had at least one guy this one guy chris who uh, also was kind of he played the same role with like like horde mode in gears he just knew where to go he knew he knew like there was um i don't remember what the map was or what the level was in left for dead but there's one where at the end you're sort of like there's like a, a lake or something and you can go out. You can swim out into the lake and you can sit up on some sort of like little island. There's like a rock sitting out there or something. You can just like go there and just wait for the helicopter to come and save you. I, I, I think I've seen that. You know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And he just knew all these things. He's the kind of guy who he remembered like where all the, the like the dog tags were in, in Gears of War. Like we would play co-op. And he's like, I think there's one over there. And he would point me and he would shoot in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know. If we we play Halo, I know where the skulls are at and the the cog tags. I can kind of remember most of them just because I'm like, it feels like there is one here. Hold on. Let me turn turn around real quick. Yeah. Skulls, I think, are like you actually had to do something to get them, like, which I maybe like bakes them into your memory a little better. But like the cog tags are like you just kind of 
pass by them. You know, you don't have to do an activity. You don't have to like jump off this and then rocket jump off that and blah, blah, blah. Like it's kind of the skulls are actually hard to get. I find the, the skulls were hard to get because you have to do like a certain task. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even get to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're that, correct. With that that. kind of makes it more memorable, I guess, like that you were able like you yeah. see like a you see like a window or something like, oh, I forgot. I got to like jump off this rock and aim at that window, but like fly backwards. I don't know. Yeah, I got shit. jump off a grenade bounce. Yeah, totally. Like yeah, that. yeah. Well, I'm sorry you're bummed uh, this year, man. It's like it, I feel like ever since you know lockdown kind of happened, it was like one of the first things that came to I came to realize was it's really important for us to have things to look forward to because so many things like the future was like so blurry and and foggy. We didn't know we didn't know what was going to happen and. Everything was being canceled. Like you couldn't go see a movie. So looking forward to a movie coming out was like not a thing. You couldn't look forward to a concert. You couldn't look forward like games were being delayed. Like you couldn't look forward to anything. And I felt like that kind of that made every day feel the same uh, on top of the fact that every day was the same because we weren't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. We couldn't do anything. So, yeah, like time was passing, but like nothing was coming, you know, like nothing was actually getting closer. And I maybe we're still there, maybe more than more than I would like to admit. I mean, we got the Game Awards coming up, and I'm excited about that. And I'm excited for Halo. I'm sorry you're not excited for Forza, because I it's my probably my most anticipated game, actually. Well, yeah, no, I, and I know you. I know you love Forza. That's oh, why I'm not it. like I'm not saying like oh I'm not gonna want to play it type of thing. And well, actually, but then who knows? Maybe I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you will. It's, it's one of those things where like even some of these good games I have came out for Game Pass, mm -hmm. like Psychonauts two. Yeah. I was really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just paused and I haven't gone back to it. Yeah. And like, I, and I, and I want to, but also I don't want to. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been bothering me do it. Like a lot lately. Well, no, I want to, just, I, I don't know why. I mean, well, also because another reason is one of my buddies, um, uh, who's gonna be my future roommate in a few, like about him next two months or so. Uh -huh. Uh, he, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's say, um, he, as you can see on my screen here, I'm, I'm playing Grounded or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm watching Shadow of Dad or whatever. But like, uh, he started getting into it only because like he's been going through some things, and yeah. um, I think to to keep his mind busy, like he calls me almost every single day. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, "Hey, well, you know, I have this Xbox now. I actually gave him my Series S. Yeah. Uh, well, since we since we're planning on moving, I'm like, oh, dude, just, just take it now and feel the difference of the freaking Xbox. Yeah. And stuff. Feel the difference. Uh, like feel the difference as far as quick resume, field of view, all these things and stuff. Like just that. And um like yeah, we're playing grounded and I I, I absolutely had no idea he would have been into it. Yeah. Because he's one of those guys where like, oh dude, I'm you know, he's well, he's not really into Call of Duty. He is, but not really. Yeah. But if you tell him to play any other game that's first person or even a shooter, he's like he's like it has to feel like Call of Duty for me in order for of me course. to get into it. Yeah. So it's really weird how he got into grounded. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe it's just the the fact that it it does remind everybody of Honey from the Kids. Yeah, and and it's different. Like in it, it, I don't know. There's a wondrous kind of thing about it. Like there, and it's fun. I feel like it it guides you at least in the early stages of what I played. It's like go do the. It's not totally wide open, right? Like it, it's still kind of pointing you in the right direction that you'll go do something and still have fun, but you can still explore. Like I think it did a really good job of balancing those things rather than like some of those other survival games where you really can just like go in any direction and do anything is I'm like, that's too much freedom. I don't want that much freedom. Like, give me a little guidance here. I need some help. It, 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 it's just 
so enjoyable because uh, I really do enjoy it, but it has to be played with others because yeah. doing it by yourself, it's tough. Oh, d- no doubt. It's just easier to have people with you, like either when you're fighting ladybugs, which one of the tankiest insects in the game, or <laughs> being chased by spiders because it's hilarious. Like there was one time where we were being, we were like around a spider and we we're hiding on top of a tin can or whatever. And we're like, mm-hmm. I was looking down. I looked to my right and this one's literally right in my face. And you go, hey. <laughs> the freaking spider like like holy shit yeah man we, I, run, I run away my friend's still there panicking <laughs> and he falls down and i'm just i'm like already a hundred miles away like as if i was being chased by this spider and like oh my god it's just but you don't want to die because then you lose your backpack which mm-hmm. you can go back and get but now you know there's still a spider's spider just sitting around top of it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's so it's, it's so, so different, fun. man. Like we've pl- we've all played a million Call of Duties at this point. Like all the shooters are, you know, they're the same. I've always wondered like what does a shooter have to do at this point to really differentiate itself? Cuz like at a certain point it was just like just levels. You go from this level to the next level and then, you know, you're you've playing for probably, you know, 9 to 12 hours and then you're done. And that's basically it. Now we're seeing the open world a little like RPG light elements, all these things kind of like bake into first person shooters. And that's why something like grounded can come along and grab people's attention. Cause it's just totally different. And that's all I think people, I think every once in a while, like you have an opening for something like that. You just want something different. You don't want the same thing over and over again. I kind of want to piggyback off that just by a little bit about like what everyone's been talking about recently. And everyone, everyone can say, Hey, do far cries, fun game mm-hmm. but everyone who's played the prius far cries they will just easily tell you oh it's just more far cry yeah it's just more far cry i'm like well yeah well, who cares i mean mm-hmm. so for the for the person who hasn't played the other far cries because they're already at the 360 games or whatever right. this might be their first one mm-hmm. like i played far cry 3 a little bit yeah but i play i started with four yeah and then i went with primal i played a bit of blood dragon and that was pretty fun yeah but uh but I loved five. So hearing some people were like, oh, five wasn't for me. And this and all that. Or whenever time this is not happening, but I'm, I'm not like, screw you, bro. I love that. This <laughs> the is, thing that bothered you. I loved it. It's one of like the, the best cases for the fact that reviews can't really be objective, you know, or maybe a portion of them can. And I don't know that too many people really do a good job of isolating where they're being objectively talking about a game where it's like, I mean, the, the performance of the game is going to be like, like good or bad. You can measure that. Like, is it going to be, 60 frames or is it 27 frames per second that that kind of thing um but otherwise like yeah so much of the subjective kind of brings it over and that's where people get into really endless arguments on the validity or quality of a game it's like this is all dependent on everybody's experience and their expectations and even if you like even myself let alone going from person to person like i could i could probably review a game in a different way depending on the time of year that i do it you know like uh, a good example of this would be like, tell me why is a game that I play. I chose to play that um, months after it was released. But if if that was handed to me and they said, review this game, I didn't want to play it at that time. And I probably mm. wouldn't have reviewed it very well. I probably would have been just like bored or just not into it, not invested, probably thinking about playing something else. And I, I, I just don't know how that can't be that that can't like seep its way into a review or somebody's overall impression of a game, you know? It's funny because when you played Tell Me Why, I unknowingly was actually playing it very similar to, to when you played it. Oh, I think wow. you beat it like maybe right before I did. Again, I, I had no idea uh, that, that you were playing it. Nice. And I, I, I was playing it and I was really enjoying it. 
Same. Really loved it. It's one of those games where, where I did play it this year. I wanted to finish it. Mm-hmm. And when I finished it, I told everybody about it. Yeah. And then when June came around and it was basically for free, I told everybody about it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, get it on Xbox, get it on PlayStation, get it on PC. It doesn't matter. Get it. Just claim it. It's an enjoyable story. Not the like not the best game, but it's 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 something. And it's yeah. actually really good. So when they announced True Colors for Life is Strange, was a game very similar like it. I, I didn't pre-order it, but I, I yeah. wanted to. Mm-hmm. So when it was around the corner, I'm like, dude, I'm buying this. Yeah. You know, and sadly I didn't buy it physically, <laughs> but I, but I bought it digitally. Still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved to like hand it off to somebody else, but again, it's digital, so yeah, can't, can't really do that. But um, I don't know. It was just one of those games where like, man, I really enjoyed it, and sadly it was only ten hours long. I mean, I could replay it if I wanted to, which yeah. I did some some parts to get some achievements and whatever. But I'm like, ah, it's one of those games. I've made a but critical it. error and I've left my door open and my cat has come in to say hi. And I hope that this cat just like sits on the chair and just kind of, you know, be. he's a very loud cat. This Maximus. Huh. You just sit over there, buddy. You just just wow. take it easy. Luckily, my cat hasn't here. came by yet. So now my cat sits on my lap all the time, which gets annoying because then I want to get up and I can't. You can't. <laughs> you can. The cat isn't. A, a metric ton you know you can move it I'm i mean I, 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 I when <laughs> i when i have to I, I when i have to i will but like sometimes i just i can't yeah no i don't know but um but like but back to like the whole far cry thing somebody pointed it out when they saw the halo infinite trailer on yes. monday yeah they're like what outpost like oh might as well call it halo might as well, might as well call it far cry Mm-hmm. And like the first thing came to mind, I'm like, if you guys ever remember playing the campaign, that's all we did in the missions. Yeah, it was basically the same thing. We had to go to this outpost, take down a objective, go across the other map, which do the exact same thing, and then from there we can like get to one other point and get picked up or whatever. And it, that was just like a level or a mission. It's basically the same thing. It's just and moments. I, we, they're they're creating yeah. like, you know these moments for you to what are they what would they call it in um. In Uncharted, um, oh man, it's, they, the the term is escaping me. But where, yeah, something like that. Set but, pieces, set pieces is what I'm what I'm dancing on here. Yeah, they basically are creating. And Halo, like the thing that I'm curious to see how it translates to the sort of open world is like that game loop. Like I feel like they were one of the first uh, teams to really talk about that game loop. The thirty seconds, like something new is happening, like every thirty seconds, I think it was. And it's like they actually were measuring that. That was a thing. So how does that? how does that scale to an open world is going to be really interesting. And I, this is a very catchy kind of notion. It's a very insidious kind of thought that people are planting out there in the internet. We're, we're, we're just playing right along. We're going to, we're going to take it. We're going to talk about, we're going to propagate it. That is this just far cry. Now it's like, once you, once you think about it, like you almost can't remove that thought out of your head. Now it's now it's all anybody is going to see, and I think it's going to put people in a precarious spot when um, when playing Halo. It's like kind of like Far Cry, I guess. And people had some things to say about Far Cry this year, so I think it I think it complicates things completely unnecessarily, which is I think unfortunate for Halo. Well, I'm here to tell everybody you're all idiots if you think that. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it from Sean Capri's mouth himself. He agrees. No, but um. I mean, if it has that little similarities of the whole outpost, just because they call them outposts, yeah, fine, whatever. I know, right? But like, I feel like 
and again, whether I'm right or wrong, I, I really don't care. Like, but mm-hmm. it's one of those like I think it might be like Gears of War, where like that open world aspect, where once you get to a certain part of the game, that that map becomes like open world mm-hmm. until you do certain tasks or do certain missions. Yeah, and now you're on another part of the map or an, another world. Who knows type of thing. I think it is mostly just in that Delta Halo thing. Yeah, but again, like even Gears of War, you were there too, but like just different seasons. Right. So well, I'm assuming I, it might be similar to that. Even some of the things I've talked to Ryan about on the Xbox Drive is I, I believe that the like calling Far Cry 6 just more Far Cry is like so reductionist and lazy, actually, that like we should all we should be looking for the people who are saying that and just going like, how much of the game did you actually play? And how can you not be at least acknowledging, you know, some of the differences that I think make a pretty significant impact on the experience that you have with it? And some of it's in the gear uh, experience. Some of it is in even just the story itself and the the villain itself and the, the location. Like, I think that there's a lot of things in there that make it quite different from from game to game while still keeping it as a Far Cry game. Like you kind of have people just don't. I don't know. People don't remember that. It's still a Far Cry game. Like, what do, what do you want it to do exactly? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still... I think that's still okay. What, what Far Cry 6 did is still fine. Um, they're just... I don't know. They're, they're upsetting people in completely... They, people get so riled up over Far Cry, man. I don't know what the heck it is. It's... it's cause I think I, it's because it's Ubisoft, man. I guess. I mean, maybe. We'll see. I guess that's probably happening with Blizzard right now as well. But I feel like... There was there was at least a, a brief moment in time where that was the game style that you wanted to play. You just wanted to get a giant open map and a billion things to do. And I'm not just saying that from like a subjective standpoint of like I enjoyed it. I think that that was basically the model that they rolled out across maybe two to four franchises for a number of years in order to fight off Vivendi and and being taken over. It was like it actually helped increase the value of their company, you know, because they sold so many copies because so many people liked it. And so for that to just flip, maybe it's a, maybe it's a Nickelback sort of syndrome. Maybe they got too popular and um, it's the, the the hero that stays around long enough to become the villain sort of deal. I don't know. Like maybe some of those kind of combined. And in, in which case it's kind of boring how predictable those, those narrative arches are. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like really, we're just going to we're just going to all watch something become super popular and it becomes so popular that it becomes actually somehow cool to hate it. It's like, give me a break, man. That is so boring. It's so trite and stereotype and just predictable. And, ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. If, if I could choose a clickbait title. Is right? Far Cry the Nickelback of video games? Right. Yes. Yes. I think <laughs> I'm always so looking popular, for that. Something so popular, but it's, it's cool to hate on it. Yeah. Because everyone else is kind of doing Because Call of Duty hit that at a certain point, too. I think at the end of like the the um, the 360 era, the PS3 era, as we're going into the new consoles. And I literally remember thinking, like, Call of Duty's over on PlayStation. We, the PlayStation is the new home of Call of Duty. And I remember me and maybe a few others as well going, good. Like, who cares about <laughs> Call of Duty anymore? Like, that's not a big deal. And as it turns out, they were just getting started, man. Like, they like they had a gigantic generation after, I think, after Warzone Ghost, really. seriously saved them. Oh, but yeah. it, I, I think it was that and also, sadly, but the the, the downward spiral of Halo. Because oh, that, that was the console mm-hmm. esports game to play. Yeah. And then when Reach came out, they're like, dude, we don't want to play this. And they're like, hey, man. We've been playing World of War. We've been playing 
I'm sorry, we're playing Modern oh Warfare. Oh my gosh, and World Blackout. of War. We're playing, all these, so we're playing all these pretty good games. And yeah, their esports is not that big, but I mean, look at their YouTube scene. Look at the people who are doing quick scope montages. Look at this little thing, whatever. And then once the esports started kicking off, I mean, that's when it kind of went really big. Not that everyone wanted to be competitive gaming or not, but they wanted yeah. to get they wanted to get get in that whole YouTube thing. And look at FaZe now. Now now they're projected to be a one billion dollar company. Honestly, yeah, that's wild, man. Uh, you just and this is it's funny because it all loops back to the thing that we started talking about it's like some of these things are really hard to see coming like it's something that like in the when we're talking about stocks and everything sometimes some of these things some of these trends some of these arches like how how high maybe like is halo actually going to be good is this going to be the the return of it is call of duty like will that sort of falter at a certain point like i i think we can read the tea leaves the best that we can but really none of us know what we're talking about (laughs) You know, like we, yeah. there's no way to know. I would have predicted that um, Back for Blood would have been absolutely massive. And maybe I'm just not on the scene for it. I'm actually going to check my app here because Benji Sales does this a lot where he just kind of checks to see what's most popular. I think, I think it's massive on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is. I'm just, yeah. there's lots of games that are, are not in my, in, or I guess in our kind of community or in our echo chamber that mm-hmm. we all seem to find ourselves in. And yeah, there's lots of games that people are playing that I'm just like, I didn't even know that was that anybody was playing that. Dude, like, that game SnowRunner I told you about. Yes, I didn't know totally. there were like a million people who love that game. And then here I am trying to get into it. I'm like, man, okay, how do I go faster? <laughs> like, okay, I had to have my friend, like, again, once you play multi multiplayer and mm. you're just doing like little tasks, like, dude, I'm towing this beat up truck in the mud, I'm going across Alaska. Yeah, like in a Hummer, gonna have to turn on all-wheel drive because the mud is just so thick and deep, oh and my just sliding everywhere. It's super fun because it sounds like <laughs> a pain it, in the ass. Like it honestly yeah. sounds like you know death solo, stranding, yes. but with <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds it's solo. Yeah, but when you have your things. friend like yelling at you, like, "Hey, hurry up!" No, I love <laughs> you know, it. Yeah, that, that's or, just it. Games that bring people together, like they're so much better than just that or they did all the hard work for you so they have all the trailers and all the good vehicles i'm like Mm. dude i can just get in there like dude it's so much fun having the cheat codes and stuff these are powerful motivators here man on the game pass app it says minecraft is number one forza horizon 4 is number two minecraft dungeons is three fifa 21 (laughs) not 22 which Right? Are we on to FIFA 22 at this point? Yeah. 22, I think it's coming out. Yeah. Already came out, I think. 21 is is right behind uh, Minecraft Dungeons. And then after that is is Back for Blood. So they're one, two, three, four, five. They're, they're top five most popular on Xbox. So maybe, like I said, like it's literally happening right now and I can't even predict yeah. how I agree how with that list because, because Minecraft Dungeons is such a fun game. It is so good, man. I'm actually, again, kind of surprised to see it up here, but... Yeah, I had a great time, especially playing with friends. This might be something I, I play for for extra life next weekend. That could be could be a little something. I don't know. It's hard to plan. I think the reason why sure. it's so uh, sorry. Uh, the reason why it's so popular right now, Minecraft Dungeons, is because there might be like some kind of update for Halloween. Yep. As far yeah. as you know. Yeah, you're right. That totally. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I, I told my brother in law about it, and I didn't think he was gonna like be that into it. It's because I'm trying to trying to play games with them too. Like, I'm trying to get my sister into video games as well. Yeah, and her husband loves video games, so like I sold him my gaming laptop. I built her a PC, but they nice. also have an Xbox Series S that I bought them. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, dude, you know, let's play Minecraft Dungeons because they just seem like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a cute little game, but also like just addicting. I did mm-hmm. not realize how addicting my brother-in-law was going to get into it. When mm-hmm. we all had a vacation, a week-long vacation in the cabins, 
everyone was worried about me. They're like, oh, he's going to just not hang out with us. He's going to mm-hmm. chill in the cabin, like watch Netflix because this the guy who owns this place has Netflix in every single bedroom, which is his dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got, he's got a badass gaming room, whatever. So I'm just there like watching Jurassic Park or whatever. That's when I yeah, messaged yeah. you guys about the whole question about Jurassic Park, about the little annoying kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching that. Like, this guy's so freaking annoying. But like, oh, while, while I'm watching that, he's on the side on the game and outside playing Minecraft Dungeons because he's like, mm. a, like a level 100 something. I'm like, dude, Damn. Like, Jesus, like I should have brought my laptop. Right. <laughs> like, I want a game now too. I was there getting jealous. And that's then when I that's when I first started playing, uh, uh, was that in twelve minutes also? Oh yeah, damn! And there's just too many games. There's two. This is this is just it. Like, how are we really supposed to like get in and enjoy a game when there's just too many? We're too distracted. You can't really have a good relationship with a game when there's so many side pieces. <laughs> <laughs> we need some monogamy with our with our with our video games. You know, this polygamous relationship we have with our video games. It's not right. It is. It, it, you know, it's not fulfilling, you know, well, it's empty, I it's shallow. Some, somebody pointed it out and this is not like, this is not like a call out to anybody. Maybe it is if they feel offended, but if the shoe fits, but Damn. Like, a lot of people always say like, oh, there's not enough time for games. There's too many good games. I remember somebody just pointing out like, dude, there is plenty of time. It's just, you know, people are too busy talking about them. Mm, there is you that. And, yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Cause again, I saw this, some, some people, this is their job or it's what they want their job to be. Right. So, and I remember like somebody else, like I like wrestling, but I love talking about wrestling more than watching it sometimes. Yeah. Because like when you watch, you're like, Oh God, like, Oh man, mm-hmm. they're going with this. That person's over. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. And then you, and then you reminisce about the good old days. And then you have like little backstories about what happened around that time. Yep. And it's just so interesting. I think it's a, like, I think it's a good thing to call out just to be aware of it because I don't know what the right balance is of like playing games to talking about games, what that ratio is. But mm-hmm. I do think that one enhances the other, you know, but it, it, it without well, being aware of that, there could be too much of talking about it, that it could detract from your actual enjoyment of the playing of it that, yeah, you could get carried away pretty easily. I think. Well, there's conversations and then there's complaining having conversations there's the obsession of i just gonna talk in circles and find everybody who has an opposing point of view on this and just like copy and paste my argument that's counter to theirs and just starting shit on the internet it's like again it's it's tired it's old we've seen it for decades at this point it's like let's try something new you know well speaking of trying something new which wasn't new at all but like yesterday with the state of play right (laughs) Now I saw it. I saw it. I was actually mm-hmm. I was actually in Bad Bit Stream. Mm-hmm. Saturday I left because I, I think I think I want to go watch it somewhere else or I don't know what I was doing. But I did see I did catch a glimpse of it, and I was like, "What was that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, it, no, again, like, and I don't want to harp on it because I know Bad Bit even said like, "Oh, you know," because a lot of people did say there should have been a blog post, which. If, if it offends some people like, "Hey, that's offensive to say it should have been a blog post," I'm like, "No, I actually do agree. It, it should have been like." either a blog post or to just post up trailers on the YouTube or something. It could have could been just, propped up by like one actual big announcement, I think is really the thing. Everything else could have been like supported. Like what was it? What's the big takeaway? Is it bug snacks too, or the expansion or whatever they're doing? The expansion of bug snacks, which I completely forgot until I mentioned it right now, <laughs> but like all I, all I know from, from my friends who love the console wars. Yeah. Like oh, it, Dead Door is not on PlayStation, so that's wasn't that the only Xbox exclusive? No, and they they misquoted. Wasn't the only Xbox Series X exclusive? I'm like, no, it's also on Xbox and PC, so it's not an exclusive. I and mean, yes, it was for Xbox, but 
yeah, it's Death's Door, but we still have The Ascent. We still have other games that are only Xbox momentarily. But what's the big deal of this now being multiplayer? Because it's on the Switch now, too. Honestly, yeah. And like honestly, it is great that it is on the Switch because everyone did say, I wish I could play this for the Switch. Because mm-hmm. it did feel like a really good game to play for Switch because everyone loves Zelda. Yep. And I gotta, I gotta so finish it, man. I, I do have that game. I gotta finish it. Holy crap. Tunic now, is gonna I, Tunic is gonna disappoint people, I think, That's my prediction. Hell no. Tunic is not, <laughs> not Tunic is not what people think it is. It's hard. Tunic is a Dark Souls game. No, that, that's kind of why I enjoyed it because Death's Door was not easy either. Can now, I tell you? Far, I am. I, I'm sorry. You mentioned uh, Bad Ben. I just got to say the 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 bit that pardon the pun the bit that Kyle pulled on on Joe that he uh, in secret was playing Bloodborne to the point mm-hmm. where he platinumed it and 100 percent of the DLC is one of the most epic things I've ever heard in my entire life. Like I. I what a, what a friendship move, you know, what, the fact that he thought to, like, make it a surprise, the, the, the restraint that it would take on his part to hide it, to to make himself on private or show show appear offline, like, all of that stuff so that he could have that moment on the show to say, like, look, guess what I did? Like, look, who's the bigger fan? What a move. Yeah, exactly. And he went up to him all at the same time, like, on top of it being an awesome friend move and just, like, all these things. He totally one's up, one-ups him. And I... Yeah, points for Kyle, man. Holy crap! I was a bit nervous. I'm like, man, he's really hyping up this announcement. I'm like, I thought it was a job. I was, I thought maybe job. I thought it was a job. I, I thought it was a job as well. I'm like, all right, he finally landed that job. Mm-hmm. But like, he was kind of pointing it at towards bad for a while. He was kind of teasing it to him. I'm like, right. this is more than this is this is more towards him. And when Babbitt was playing it up, he's like, this is against me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's, there was, um, I want to go back and listen to it again. Cause there's a couple moments I want to just like sound clip bad bits reaction to it. Like there's a couple of just unbridled, <laughs> like, Oh, like he was so happy. <laughs> he just had like sounds coming out of him. It was just amazing, dude. I, those are the moments you live for in podcast land of, or either you're creating podcasts or you're listening to them of just like, you always hope that there's going to be a little something in there. I, I think that like, is memorable or makes you laugh or makes you at least feel something. Like you don't want to just like listen to people talk. You want to have, you want to have at least a couple of moments, I think per show, you know, I, I wish he saved them. I don't know yeah. if he has them like on video library on Twitch or not, but one of the things that really did bother me, which it may, it may bother is not the right word, but when E3 was going on mm-hmm. and they showed Halo. Yeah. I, I saw, I was watching their stream. And like I remember that story I told you about the whole uh, seeing that guy tear up at the movie theater, mm-hmm. like how like I felt so validated. Yeah, watching Luke go crazy for Halo, mm-hmm. like that was that meant more to me than watching the game itself. Right? Yeah, it and is, like, I wanted yeah. to go back to it, but I couldn't. I, I, that and that's just it's it's good to like document some of these things too and to have them and then twitch yeah twitch will get rid of the clips after if you don't clip it itself like it'll they'll get rid of the the vod um i don't know what it is maybe 30 days or 90 days and that's one of the ultimate crimes on on bobby's twitch channel is a lot of those clips kind of go away so luckily he has a bunch of stuff on over on the youtubes but it's all about Mm. like the consumption of games man it's it becomes a it becomes more than just the game time. That's, I mean, this is the Far Cry thing. This uh, probably will be the case with something like uh, a Forza. I like listening to podcasts while I while I play my games. And I, well, do you listen on Spotify? How do you listen to podcasts? Um, either on YouTube, oh. sometimes on Patreon, which kind of ruins it because when I have it on, like, 
the Apple podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I, if, I want, if I listen to it on Patreon or on YouTube, it ruins it because then I don't go back to the podcast. app Unless, like, hey, I couldn't finish it or I know right. I can't. Like, I right. can't. Well, because I, I, the reason why is because I have YouTube Premium, right? So mm. these play in the background even when the apps close. Right. That's how I get away with it. Or like I am, if I'm playing games, I just open the app, uh, the tab really on the side of the computer. Cause I have dual screens. So yeah. I just pop that up on the side because it is sometimes nice watching like people talk, watching them talk mm-hmm. instead of just listening to them talk. It's not, I've been doing Even that. Like I, got, I've got the two TV <laughs> side by side. And I guess where I was going with that was like sometimes I would just like to be playing, say like a like a Far Cry, but then have like a podcast app on the uh, on the Xbox, which for many many people that would be spotify i would imagine but it would be mm. it'd be great to have a couple of different options on there because i i need my i need my two times speed and youtube doesn't really cut it um the patreon app i definitely i highly recommend you just taking that rss feed and like putting it into whatever into apple podcast and using it there that, that makes well, that no, so much well, easier well the reason why is because sometimes you guys release it on the patreon first before apple podcast yeah but you can get that whole feed as a yeah, like its own thing on my life okay okay <laughs> I, I, have, I have a system sean okay I, I, and you know what even as i was saying i'm like there's a system here clearly probably how about i just shut up and not say this but for anybody who's unaware you can you can take that rss feed and have it look like any other podcast very simple but don't i, I don't want to mess with your flow for me yeah. No, I think I think it does pop up for me. I think it's because I, I got that I get that notification like the email like, hey, mm-hmm. it's up now for patrons or whatever. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. But when I go to my podcast on Apple, it, it doesn't show up there now. Yeah, maybe I didn't know about the whole RSS feed. I like just click on that and then opening it up. I'm like, yeah, I guess I could do that. But on the actual app itself, yeah, like uh, before it was on a tab or something on the computer. If that thing's closed, like I have to start all over or like find out where I left it off but with the app. You know, I can either download it or just play and it goes back where it was if I close the app. See, but, I, I wish mean, yeah, the I mean, app let me switch between profiles because when I use the Patreon app, it's for the Yumi Capri, but I don't support others from that account because it would complicate mm-hmm. like the, the money and everything. So I have like a personal Patreon account that I support others with, but I wish that I actually do wish I would use the Patreon app way more as a like. I don't know, as a patron, you know, but I, I don't. So I, I almost never log into my own Patreon account that I use to support, you know, Bad Bit and Player One and all those mm-hmm. other guys. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I go what you mean. Cause yeah, cause like if, let's say people are giving you money and yeah. now you're just handing that money off to somebody else. We had it, yeah. we had it like that. Bobby was doing that for a little while. Um, He would, he would support others using our shared, like I think it was back in the Make Us Better days. And uh, I think we did like two months and we we're just like, this is way too complicated, dude. <laughs> it just <laughs> it is no good because the money would just like come out automatically and then you'd have to put it back in so that we would share the right amount. And anyways, laundering money. Yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Did we get to all your notes, man? Did, did you have um, what else you got there? Uh, well, they were severely bummed. I don't know. Yeah. Say, ah, yeah. No console war BS. OK, that mm-hmm. was one. Mm hmm. Uh, not being as excited for new games, and we yeah. put we on that. Also, well, here's here's the thing that we kind of touched on it, but not really. It was uh, the whole buying games thing. Yeah, I I bought like five games I think this year. Most of them all indie. Yeah. Or, oh, nice. Uh, weird. Most of them all indie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, well, Death's Door that is an indie game that was not on Game Pass, so you had to buy it if you wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, there was another game too. I forgot what it's called now, but it it was a creator that was um. Showcased on uh, Arnold's podcast, I forgot. What, I forgot what it is. I mean, on it was whose probably podcast? Here. 
Iron Lords podcast. Oh, Iron Lords. Like right here. Uh, this see. is so fun to like just look at your Xbox on the Skype call. This is super. Uh, this is awesome. Quantum, it's, it's, shout it's, out to Quantum it's, Break it's, there, dude. 84 it's, gigs. It's, all 84 it's gigs. It's reversed for me. I can't tell. What, what does it say? <laughs> oh, this is a great what do you want to search for? You want to search for? Um, Nobody makes it to the end of the show anyways. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, thank, thank you. Sean. Uh, uh, Maybe some people do. I don't know. I don't have full list. Have all games. It's right there. Seven days to die. No, no. Aerial knights never yield. Aerial that one. Okay. Yeah, that was a good, that, was, that was like a nice like two hour game. Only mm-hmm. ten bucks. I think I think it was like seven dollars with the discount. Yeah. For, so again, that that was a pretty fun game. Um, Outriders. Again, I didn't. I, we didn't buy it. Oh we yeah. Got it for free. Mm-hmm. And it's now now it's now on Game Pass on PC also. That that one's but gonna like, go down as like you know when people ask you like what are your favorite guilty pleasure games like Outriders is gonna be that one because I don't think anybody really wants to talk about that it's maybe more decent than than people want to admit. I actually think that game was really cool and a lot of people just crapped all over the story and I'm like I like the story <laughs> I like the premise of it I thought it was really cool um, oh. and still like it it had it seemed to be winking at me the whole time like it knew that it was sort of like. A little silly, but at the same time, the yeah the situation was pretty dire. Very, I don't know, man. I I liked Outriders a lot, and it does have that. It was a Game Pass game kind of kind of thing that almost takes it down a notch. You know, like it was free; you didn't have to pay for it. You wouldn't have played it otherwise. Like all those things come yeah. to mind, and I think that I, sucks. I will say this to everybody: I would not have played that game if it wasn't on Game. Pass. I wouldn't have either. I and that's like yeah. so. Like somehow that that equates to or the results in a like degradation of our opinion on the game when really it should be it shouldn't have any impact on on that front. And it should only, you know, provide polish to our opinion of Game Pass. It's like, here's a game that I don't know about you, but I had a blast playing. I didn't have any of the bugs that unfortunately, you know, Lord Cognito had where I think his dude was just like naked at a certain point. He had all his I had already beaten the game when that yeah. happened. I'm uh, like, I'm not touching this. <laughs> right. Actually, I think I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I think I'd already finished it. I really enjoyed it, man. And maybe it was a time and place, but I think that kind of stuff matters. You know, it had an opening. Um, there was that was a that was a hot time for Game Pass, too, because that happened. And then right after MLB, MLB. Yeah, dude, it was it's an interesting time, hey, man. We had the summer to look forward to because, like, hey, uh, E three is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator is coming yep, up. On that's console. when Ascent was happening. It's Psychonauts two. Ascent was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a time to be excited. Yeah. And in some ways, I was. Some ways, I wasn't. But um, yeah, this game right here, among among the sleep. So I played this like about a year ago, Sean. You play as the baby, and you talk to that little teddy bear. Scariest thing I've ever done. Yeah, that... <laughs> stop playing it. <laughs> I stopped playing it. Yeah, I think it's now. I think it's. I think it's now free. Like I don't, I don't know if it's like one of those games for gold thing or whatever. But as soon mm-hmm. as I saw it, I'm like, why am I this baby talking to the teddy bear? And it's like whispering. Almost sounds really evil things when, I'm, when my adult mother comes to visit me in my crib. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was really weird. But anyways, no. Well, back to the whole buying games thing, like. During this whole state of play thing, I want to go back to that as well. I saw some games I liked. I mean, yeah, Death's Door. I, I mean, obviously, I would tell people to buy the game because that's the only way to play it. Buy it. Um, that little game, the the Devil Inside of Me. I thought that game looked really interesting. Mm-hmm. Even that a uh, even that a uh, Ocean's game or Moon game, whatever it was. I thought some of those games looked interesting. I didn't think any of them looked like really. Am I gonna buy these games? Yeah, <laughs> and that was that's what I was. That's what kind of got to me. Where like yes, these games are being showcased in case people who are interested in it, 
But to me, none of these games were like, oh, I would, I would buy that. Yeah. Very few of them were like, oh, I would try it. I think a game on its own is hard to like it, it's just you don't have that that same walking through a blockbuster as you used to and you're like you're just gonna rent one and, and bring it home like there's almost too many to even make a choice first of all and that's why i think like podcasts have become so, so popular because people are looking for that little extra i played it and i enjoyed it like just bringing some context to it because otherwise you're looking at a thumbnail and a title and for the most part some sort of franchise or ip that you've never heard of before you know like this never yield game is actually I was just checking my emails. Um, I we have a copy of like of this game. We got a code of this game back in May or something like that. And I would have just like I do almost every week. We get a bunch of idea at Xbox games, and I flip through them. And I don't if I don't if I hadn't heard somebody talk about it, like how do I know to try it? You know, so it's really hard. I think just on that whether I'm going to get it for free or or especially I'm going to buy it. You know, you gotta you gotta allocate some sort of decision making to something that you really don't know much about. So, how the hell is anybody expected to do any of that? Yeah, and I think even before like Game Pass or even PS Now or whatever came around, I think we all kind of had that thing where like, hey, I'm I'm gonna buy a game, but it's not it's not always gonna be a brand new game. Yeah, or not at least at least not a release. I'm going to get like maybe three months from now, or it's always a whole Black Friday thing, or even like yes. a Labor Day weekend deal, oh, whatever. I'll be, oh, I'll be get stupid. One for free. I get ridiculous with these stupid Black Friday sales and the holiday sales. And like, I just picked up, um, I'm seeing on your screen here too, like the Batman, the return to, to Arkham, like that whole set. I just paid like 12 bucks for it and I just got all of them again. And I'm like, I have no intention on playing that anytime soon. I don't know, like, why did I feel compelled to buy it? But I did. It was like, how can you, can't afford not to buy it? Ed, I it think was such a good deal. I think a few years ago, both these games were like five bucks yep. for the bundle. Yeah, I and, think and so. I, there's I there's two. There's two bundles. One of them is is just the 360 games, and then the other one I think also includes Arkham Knight. So that's the one that I ended up getting, and I'll I'll do that again this 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 holiday season. I'm sure you know totally unnecessary purchases, and just to have them. But also on Xbox, I feel like there is that security that the games will come forward with me you know but i i don't really have anywhere else so that 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 has a lot to do with sometimes when i'm just going to be buying games but it's man i i think that just sort of like the topic to explore of how does one make a decision on what games to buy or try i think it's like fascinating i think that's like at the heart of like gaming marketing to be honest with you like what, what motivates one to go like, I'm going to try this one and not that one, or I'm going to buy this one and not that one. I'm going to stick around with this one. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of pretty f- critical thought. I think that can surround a lot of that stuff. It's kind of why I do enjoy game pass a little bit. Cause if you, if anyone does the whole reward points thing, yeah. they kind of like tell you like, Hey dude, try this game out, yeah. play this game, get, get some, get some mini kills in, in this game. So it mm-hmm. makes you play like games like outlast too. Yeah. They'll make you play games like uh, can, uh, Costume Quest 2, which I mean, which I still have a save from like seven years ago oh, on cloud. So when I went when I went to go play that game, I think like about a month ago, it's like, hey, get 100 candies or whatever, which mm-hmm. sadly I only got 98 before the time expired. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you're right. Costume Quest 2, collect 200 candy, you get 50 points. Hello Neighbor is on there right now, too, for a quest. Yeah. Look at that. So like so the little things like that. Well, like, hey, try out this game that is on Game Pass. So like, oh, you know, I might try it out. 
Yeah. I think, uh, and I got the whole day. It's leaving soon. Like the Katana Zero. I wish I would have finished playing that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, obviously, yeah, like, oh, you could have bought it. I'm like, well, yeah, that's a thing, but I'm glad I played it. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those games that I probably would have bought. Like, I, there are some games I would have. Yeah. That one just wasn't one of them. Yeah. I mean, this is this is really the reason I think that you don't have a demo anymore. Most games don't have a demo. Like, there's just so many other ways for you to make a decision on whether or not you're going to buy a game. But at the same time, some some don't quite make it. You know, it's I think it's fascinating, man. There's a lot there. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I remember I'd asked Luke, but I don't think he understood what I was asking. Uh, it was like months ago. Um, well, it was, for, it was for his podcast, obviously. How dare but you? But I, I, well, it was because I didn't want to say, oh, I just asked him. Like, oh, like, I, like I talked to Luke personally. <laughs> but no, it was... um. It was one of those in the K, which one, which game on Game Pass would you have actually bought? And he's like, oh, you know, why buy, you know, Forza and all that. He's like, give me all these games, like, again, the Xbox, like, first party ones. I'm like, no, man. I mean, like, would you have bought MLB? I was hoping, I was kind of like asking in that sense, like, would you have bought Outriders? Would you have bought MLB? Would you have bought Back for Blood? Like, in these games. No, none of those, none of those games. Yeah, like, that's. I'm so happy that they are on Game Pass to try them out because again, like while in that slump, mm-hmm. or, which I kind of still am, like the, like like I I have so many to choose from. Like I don't know if I even want to play them, but thankfully it's, I didn't buy them. <laughs> it's also time and place, so too though. Like you know, I I have bought Rainbow Six, which is on Game Pass. I have bought Destiny Two, which is on Game Pass. I have bought mm-hmm. um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is like not a Shion game at all. And for whatever reason, it was just it was on sale at one point, so I ended up picking it up. So there, it's not like like there are games. I think it just depends on like at what stage are they in in the game's life cycle. And and when you say would you buy them, do you mean on day one? Because other than first party Nintendo games, like I'm really not buying a whole lot of games day one. And I and I feel like that would be the case whether I would be getting review copies or not. I think that really. Nintendo games are the only ones that in my mind make sense to buy day one because they're the same price today as they will be in three years. And that's just the way yeah. it is. Aside from maybe like a 20% discount, you might get it like Black Friday, in which case for me, I just want to, I'll just play the game now rather than wait for like maybe 20% off, like not, not big of an, enough of a deal, but for pretty much everything else, I can wait for that game to go to like 10 bucks because I've got plenty to play in the meantime. So I just feel like that kind of changes things a little bit. There's very few games that I probably like really need to play. Maybe like maybe again, maybe this is maybe that's where Luke was coming from as well, because I, I default to the first party stuff for Microsoft as, as well, where I would buy Halo day one if it wasn't for Game Pass. I would buy Forza Day One if it wasn't for Game Pass and Gears as well. Like all those things. I would have bought those games day one most definitely. But th- the third party stuff I think is different. Um because I just don't know how many of those hit in that way of I've got I gotta like cancel school and cancel work and like take the day off and and shove the kids back at their mom so i can play like this game on day one that happens so seldom now so i think that all kind of factors in when i think about that question yeah because so i bought a mortal phoenix a while back when was i don't even remember when it like was the ubisoft it was like, game it, immortals phoenix rising or whatever immortals phoenix rising yeah, yeah. I, I like the way it looked. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. And I bought it. It was 50 bucks, but that yeah. was the game of the year edition with, with like all the content and stuff. Right. Little did I know that nobody liked the DLC. So I kind of got ripped off. Oh, I really? Paid full price for the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And like, I wish I would have bought it on disc now because it would have been cheaper or whatever. Because I, I haven't played any of the DLC, but I played that game and I played mm-hmm. it like 
like throughout the days like i i would put on a podcast and i would play it i would play it i would play it i'm like this is very enjoyable it's very close to breath of the wild in a way yeah except without the, without the weapons destroying itself so that was great mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm really enjoying myself and i thought it was great like, i mean am i happy i spent 50 bucks on the full game and i wish i would have gone on sale but that didn't that didn't bother me the game was still great the same thing with true colors for life is strange i bought that day one and I even bought the the little two hour extra DLC thing, which did not have any achievements, which I was really bothered by ah, that. What the heck? But I but I played it. I'm like, in a way, I'm like, okay, I got some backstory, but like, but what did I get? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get no achievements. You know, I just spent two hours on a little nice story, but nothing. I didn't change the story. Just the little prequel, or a little in between thing. Did but you... uh, I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I I bought um Tony Hawk like when it was like thirty bucks. Oh yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't and I didn't bother doing the extra ten dollar for the Series X uh, upgrade because yeah. why? It's already yeah. sixty hertz. There's no difference in that. I I'm know. Doing extra ten bucks for that. Of all the updates to charge for, it's like really like you think you can get away with that one? I don't. I don't know how many. I don't know how many people who actually went and bought that one. Um, it reminded me when EA did the whole pay ten bucks to give a used game to play oh online. God. Just oh dude, there was a few of them that did that. They, um, even I had I had resistance on PlayStation Vita, and I had that used, and it had an online season pass or whatever. So for whatever reason, I found myself playing that, like playing the absolute mess out of that game. I I had every single trophy on that game except for play one game multiplayer, uh, play one multiplayer match. <laughs> And I couldn't get it because I, I didn't have the the online thing. And it was like really expensive to buy afterwards. And I just refused. I was basically like staring at this platinum going like, are you worth 25 bucks? Like I and the answer was no until maybe a year or two later where this game was one of the final offerings uh, on PlayStation Plus when they were doing Vita games. And it did include that. So I was finally able to jump into a game really quickly, get that one. It's a it's a platinum I'm quite proud of because I feel like I really stuck with it. In the end, Damn it, Sean, you ruined that story for me. I was like, you know, we have something in common, Sean, and then you ruined it with the with your happy ending for me. I got, I had, I too, I, I too had a game like that where mm-hmm. I just needed one more achievement, which I could not play because the servers were taken down. Yeah, and so I, so the one thing was play an online game, which mm-hmm. I could not because this game was three years old mm-hmm. and the servers were down. So what game I, was I, it? I just couldn't do it. NBA Live 06. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they had the Dwayne Wade cover. NBA Live, wow. Yeah. When yeah, will so that come back, man? NBA, NBA Live? and golf, too? Like, EA could, man, they could really use a comeback on those two fronts. Well, it's because it's, it's the 2K sports on, right? Isn't that 2K22? That's, 2K true. that's true. Well, the Masters is the golf game that's coming back. So, yeah, and then Tiger, I think it's the Tiger Woods is a a 2K that'll be next year. So next year will be interesting for golf. I mean, Donnie's going to have a a heyday with all that. Is it still Tiger Woods? I thought was that a McGregory or McGlory kid or no? No, well, on EA, yeah. So, but 2K, last year they had like, um, they just had the golf game with whatever it was called, PGA something something. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they've added Tiger. I thought it was Tiger coming in next year. For 2K's series. And then EA's golf game is the Masters. 2K Golf Tiger Woods. Let's see here. Yeah. Tiger Woods Inc.'s long-term exclusive deal with 2K. This was this was last year. So I'm pretty sure this is the first why. year he's gonna I do always it. get I always get 2K and EA confused. Like I always think that they're the same being. Oh. Just yeah. Like I keep forgetting that 2K is the name, of the company, and, and not just yeah. like the year, like yeah. 2K. Oh, yeah. 
it makes me think of um of bioshock everybody has like that you know the the intro to a movie uh, like new line cinemas if you ever see that like what movie do you think of do you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah 2k new line cinemas I want to say I think of Dumb and Dumber when I see that. Nice, nice. <laughs> that's the intro. I just see the the little frame, right? Like the the frame. It's like a black. It's like blue, black yep. background, yeah, it's like blue the, light, and like the, the film. Frame comes in. Mm-hmm. The film frame, yeah. The yeah. Still, I'm sorry. I think uh, Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure that was New Line Cinema. I uh, I think I have all three of of them. Those movies as well. On oh, the okay. I have the first one on VHS, but there were some more on DVD. Oh man, the yeah. I think one, of Dumb and Dumber all the time. The heck did those? What what happened to their skin? In, uh, in Turtles 3. Anyways. Um, oh, man, the costumes got so bad. How the heck did we do almost... We're, man, we're, we're, we're pretty it's much there. It's already an hour and a half. We're pretty much yeah. there. We're, yeah, we're, we're there. Daniel, I really appreciated what you did today, and I think we're going to have to do this again. You keep taking notes. You keep coming up with topics. You hit me up when you when you reach a critical mass, and you're welcome back anytime, my friend. Uh, the, critical <laughs> is, mass is like when I completely fun, take over man. the show. The, the I critical love mass it. is me, like Sean. This is what happened to me today, and you just you're just listening. You're like, I'm down. I'm like a guest, like on Carlson or like Conan, and you're just like you're you're feeding me, but I'm telling you all the stories, and you're just like, what? I'm like, down. Go on, like mm-hmm. you're just gassing me up. Funny much. that you should say that because there was a early in in the in the days of We the Gamer Cast, I was thinking about like the Conan O'Briens of the world. Or back then, I used to listen to. Uh, <laughs> it's probably upset some people. I used to listen to a lot of Adam Carolla because, like, when I first started listening to podcasts, um, I didn't know where, where to start. And his was he, like he was the most popular one, and that's where everybody. I feel like yeah. a lot of people started there. Yeah, it was Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, Ricky mm-hmm. Gervais, yep. uh, Kevin Mark, Smith, uh, Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith. Yeah, definitely. So with Adam Carolla, he would have like regulars on a lot. And I thought that that would kind of be a charming thing to do on this on this show. And that might be just what we bring on into 2022. It might be less uh, strangers from the Internet. It might be just a bunch of regulars. You're like, enough with new friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, bring, bring on the old. <laughs> but I can't even say that because like, you know, there's a lot of there's a I'll, lot of I'll wonderful say, people. We've met. I'm, I'm like, sidekick, John. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say the things you can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I but I that's not that's not what I mean at all. It's like, but <laughs> I know. It, it's fun to just kind of catch up with friends, too. And my cat is still sleeping on my on my chair over here. Over here. He just wants oh, to be around Sean. people. So before we go, Sean, I want to say so this talking about cats. So the other day I was knocked the hell out. Right. My cat would make <laughs> at three in the morning all the time. But I was asleep. Yeah, I was asleep. Too. I was knocked out. I'm asleep, right? And I look to my left and I see my closet door like close. And I'm mm. like, Ugh. like I, I accepted it. I'm like, it's happening. Like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm but I in my mind I'm like, no, this has to be my cats. And like and then I, I feel like a little thing like just jump quietly like a cat would on my bed, and it starts laying down next to me. I'm like, okay, it, it was the cat. Fine. That, that's that's nice though. No. Get, my cat better. comes in at three in the morning and goes, I'm over here. Like, he's just like, he's so loud. Like, just, I, I'm sorry. I woke you up. Yeah. See how that feels. See how that feels. It's crappy when somebody yells while, in the middle of your sleep. Yeah. Right. So, so you think the, about the that. The start wasn't done, Sean. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's funny that you actually mentioned this. So again, like, yeah, my cat does that all the time. I've actually had a sleep paralysis before because of that thing. But no, um, so in the middle of the night, like about an hour or two later, I kind of feel like my cat's like jumping on top of me, like, I'm not about, like walking all over me, doing that little circle thing, mm-hmm. but in a very large circle, like, mm-hmm. and I'm sleeping flat on my back. So like my chest, my arms and type of thing. And I'm like, okay, she's probably like going a huge round circle, whatever. 
And like when I kind of put my eyes, like, maybe like about a minute later type of thing, my eyes, I'm like, I notice I'm on the side of the bed, like on the side, side, side. I'm like, if my cat's doing this rolling thing, she would have to have never have gone off my chest or body at all. So when then I when I do that, I notice she's fast asleep to my side. I'm like, there's no way she got up. Like, what what the hell is I what feeling? Is, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I can tell you right now, I felt it if I was being like pushed. I was like, I was being poked, like you know how cats like little feet and stuff. Oh, like, little chills. What the heck? Like, it was it was just pointing. I'm like, like, what the hell is this? And it felt like my cat, like, okay, it's my cat. But when I looked at my side, like my cat's is there and on the side of the bed, I'm like, what was that? Like, what was that feeling that just felt like <laughs> It's a perfect like yeah. haunted story you're telling me here as this releases right around Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, good luck with your ghost situation in your bedroom or whatever is touching you in the middle of the night, man. Oh, man. I, I have some pretty good ghost stories. One, okay, so again, before this, quickly before, like, when Snapchat first came out, when, when did you start using Snapchat? Sean? I never did. did use it. I never did. Never did. Use it. Good, no. good for you, Sean. Yeah. So when I I was I was forced to get it because of a girlfriend or whatever. She's like, "Hey, get Snapchat," which I'm like, "I don't know what this is. My phone's super old. <laughs> like, I don't know how and I'm going to work using all these excuses." So one day I was completely like working like five hours away from any family member on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And I had to work. The, I had to work the very next day for Black Friday. So I'm just there sitting down on the couch, laying down on the couch, really, and like. This is my Thanksgiving. <laughs> like nobody's here. I'm all by myself. Whatever. I bust out the, the the camera and start recording. So like I'm recording like my living room and I'm like, this is my Thanksgiving. And I kind of not like this. I'm gonna be bored or whatever. Now I don't know how Snapchat works, so I didn't know how. Like, hey, this is add to your story. I'm like, what does mm-hmm. that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. At the very end of that clip, I see a white fog just the... like at the very at the edge. So when I played it back. I hear heavy breathing, but I couldn't tell if it was me. I mean, I'm literally laying down like like, like Homer Simpson on the couch, all that type of things. So like, man, I'm laying down like neck all the way to the chest type of thing. So it could have been me breathing as far as I know. But that white cloud and I kept on staring at it over and over and over. And like, I got to show it to somebody. So I sent it to one of my friends, which I didn't realize once you do that, it's gone. gone. Like, so this per- this person has to like screen record, which I don't know if that was even a thing back then. So I admit, I'm, I text him like, dude, watch that clip I showed you. Do you see anything at the very end? Like, oh, dude, I, I clicked off of it after a while. I'm like, you bastard. It's gone. <laughs> like evidence. Like evidence. It's and then like a couple, of we- a couple of weeks later, like it happened again, but like differently. You like, need the to door move, don't... I think. I think you need to get well, out of that house. This was like five moves ago, Sean. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, good. Like, this is like, why you're like still with us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, good thing you escaped. <laughs> yeah, but oh man, haunted stories are always the best. The the ones that are the best are the ones that happen, don't happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I no, because when they happen to you, like you know, you like you know, you feel it in your chest, and you always remember that feeling. You know, sometimes although I mean, sometimes sometimes a hor- uh, like a haunting story can be told in a way you're like you end up you feel it for them. Traumatized. Yeah. 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 Dude, do you want yeah. people to find you on the internet? Do you want to tell people where they like they you can find you? know what? Yes. Everyone, yeah. everyone can find me. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, I guess. Um, Dano, D-A-N-N-O-H-H. I think it's one, two. Yeah. There's a reason for that, but I'm going to tell you guys why. Next but yeah, time. follow me. Part three. Uh, I don't really tweet out much. I mostly reply to people and stuff. And if I reply to you, it'll be in a GIF form because that's my way of communicating. <laughs> I love it. But yeah. But yeah, I mean... I mean uh, the one thing I don't want to happen, like, hey, let's play games. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. 
but yeah, if you want to follow me, which I don't advise, but if you do, <laughs> I go for it. Good pitch. Or catch me sometimes on Saturdays with Sean. Yeah, man. Well, I will. I'll see you tomorrow, and then I'm streaming all day next week for for Extra Life. So we'll have we'll have tons of sweet hangs there, man. Playing all the games, probably mostly. Sure. We'll see. All right, man. This is good. Right. I'm glad we did this. This is great. I'm happy, Sean. Thank you very much for this. Quick update as I'm recording this. Uh, more donations have come in. $1,100 has been raised. Thank you to Matt Sawinski of the PlayStation Drive and, of course, Burnout Brighter Podcast for the donation. Another, what is that? Another $40.36. It does a weird thing with the Canadian. I think that was a $50 uh, Canadian donation that comes in at $40.36. U.S. dollars. We're doing it. Um... Freaking show. I got to chat. By the, by the way, speaking of Matt, Ryan Turford and I, we met at uh, in Toronto last week because I think I did this whole thing before my trip. So you guys, I didn't talk about my trip at all. Went to Toronto. I met with Ryan Turford. We hung out. I met with Matt Sawinski from the PlayStation Drive and from, from Burnout Brighter, and we recorded an episode of his show. You should go listen to that. It was really... We were in the same room, which, by the way, sometimes can be harder in terms of like technology and recording and the setup and everything it's actually i think harder to do than than skype you get the benefit of course of being in the same room and that's all good but we're kind of like i was in a bed and well on a bed <laughs> probably sounds really weird um I recorded matt's podcast from in my bed that was sweet um but yeah man really really cool to hang out with matt and uh just a ton of people holy crap fan expo that's like it's, and everything is not the way that we want it to be, but that's okay. We're going to push through. Um, this is how I'm dealing with all the things. A lot of a lot of things are happening all at the same time. Like I said at the start, a little anxious, but we're going to we're going to get through with positivity and probably some painkillers of some sort. My back is not good. My goodness gracious. How was that? Did you guys enjoy that with Daniel? That was really fun. We we could t- I could talk to Daniel forever. extra-life.org/participant/shankapri. I'm not going to tell you about anything else except for Extra Life. Keep the donations coming in. The prizes are coming. But of course you want to donate because it helps the kids. You don't want anything bad to happen to these kids. There's a whole bunch of maybe different pitches, different ways that people will incentivize you to donate. There are prizes, of course. But if you if you are somebody who just wants terrible things to happen to these children, if, the, if you are the type of person who wants a, a child to go to a children's hospital and expect help and then to say... We don't have we don't have what you need because because uh, extra life didn't do well enough this year. Can you imagine? That would be terrible. You don't want that to happen. So go to extra-life.org/shawncapri. Wait, uh, the links are in the thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, help me be the number one fundraiser. I'm coming after you, Skinny Matt, and I'm coming after you, Kevin from PSVG. So let's do this. Here's to Jason. 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 Jason! Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean!
Jason! 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 